So this is a, a very important topic, right? How do we manage these conflicts between the two? And I, I really like this almost contrarian view, if you want, that um, it might actually be better to <laughs> figure out a specific approach for, for corporate ventures. Can you point us maybe to some, some examples of where this you know, worked out and where this hasn't worked out, where we can see these conflicts in, in the real world? Sure. Uh, one area in my own research where I saw where it didn't work out so well uh, was in studying Xerox and its Palo Alto Research Center in Palo Alto, California. Uh, they came up with some really strong technology in computers and man-machine interfaces uh, back in the 70s and 80s and continuing on into the 90s. But Xerox didn't have a capability to search for new business models that might take more advantage of these technologies. So Xerox ended up mining the technologies for everything that could fit with its current business model which in those days were, were copier and printer businesses that were trying to make as many copies as fast as possible and high quality. But they really didn't know how to develop business models that might create things like the Ethernet or Adobe and things like this. So that's where it didn't work. Uh, a couple of examples that are much, much earlier, but I think are in the right direction, uh, would be Clorox or Goodyear. Uh, and Clorox has a, a new venturing uh, ability, and they create what they call guardrails for, at the corporate level. So you are allowed to explore in particular domains so long as you stay within the guardrails. Uh, and then they use startup companies actively as part of their uh, approach so that they can be more flexible uh, and not have to bother the internal resource managers too often in the early stages where they're still learning a lot changing a lot and pivoting from time to time. 